Uh, yeah, there's a lot of shit, a lot of stuff going on in that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. It does smell good. It's so horrible. It's just the nerves. I think the nerves got to Yeah, the, the, the pressure. Yeah. I mean, if it was like a, just like a chill at home kind of couch vibe, I, I would have I would smoked you guys. I mean, it did take two on one, so I'll give you that. Today, <laughs> on excuses. Yeah. All, all bragging aside, you, you still won, you know, mm-hmm. but it was two on one. Anyway, <laughs> hello and welcome. To entertain this, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. I'm Tom. With me, we have Hayden back. Yeah. And we got that guy. Hey. Hi, Mitch. Hi. Uh, what episode number is this? This is 41. 41. Oh, we're, we're in midlife crisis mode. Yeah, we are. Pretty soon we're going to buy a sports car. We're almost at a year old. We're 11 weeks away from me being a year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think about yeah. that. That's insane. There. How old are we so, in dog years? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're getting there we're getting there well uh a lot of stuff happened this past week you guys had your interesting episode and it's a great uh, episode <laughs> is, that the way, is that how we're gonna describe the, it the interesting tom, the tom rant escapades uh and uh, of course mitch's cell phone's, phone's going around. off from oklahoma Bye. you know anybody in oklahoma uh do you guys watch mandalorian i did i have not been caught up yet nah i i there's few people that agree with me but I don't think it's turning out to be a good show. This last episode was pretty interesting. The uh, the one with uh, with what's her name, Gina Carano. Yeah, and uh, Carl Weathers, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I watched it. It was okay. There's a lot of stuff it alludes to. Yeah, I got it. There's a lot of illusion. I I I am I'm not like a versed Star Wars nerd, but you know I still understood the, the and I I appreciate that they're like starting to incept some of the uh, uh, Clone Wars. Stuff like that, like a Bo, what's her face from? Uh, yeah, uh, like that's an interesting character, and I like uh, Katie Sackhoff, the actress who played her. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, even still, you're just kind of like, where are we going with this show? What is happening? You know, he's been trying to get this baby to whoever for the like, what thirteen episodes now? Well, well, he delivered the baby. The baby was to go to the Empire. Yeah. To that creepy German guy. Yeah, but I mean, obviously that was a bad idea. We knew that from the yeah, from the, from he, the get-go. But it was a bounty hunter. He didn't care. Bah. Yeah. Bah. But we knew he was a good guy. Just You could tell from like the slow tilt of his helmet head. And the fact that he's the main character. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of expression in that helmet. It's like Darth Vader. The many expressions of yeah. Vader. I like how Darth Vader can't really move his head in most of the movies. Mm-hmm. He just kind of like wheels around, like like uh, like the old Batman suits. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he spins around. He's like <laughs> full shoulder swing. Yeah. So it's anyway, like, to get like back that. on track because we're rambling about the Mandalorian. Yeah. Somebody got punished because he wasn't here. Oh, we we jumping right into that. Might as well <laughs> jump right into it. Beetleborgs, big bad Beetleborg. Is that the full name of the show? I don't know. I think so. Is it? Yeah. Such a terrible name. All right, why are they bad? Is it bad isn't good? Yeah, it's bad isn't good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know they're not is. good. <laughs> they're, <laughs> I don't have nothing for that. They're bad as in, like, awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I, I the first episode's, like, a bunch of kids, something about a haunted house. They break in. Jane Leno's hiding in an organ as a ghost. He gives them superpowers, and they can turn into this, like, Sexually fetish-looking armored suits that go to war against a mummy. Well, what kind of fetishes do you have? They have apparatuses coming off of their heads, man. So they're they find, like the weird guy in the organ, 
the, who looks like Elvis and Jay Leno had a kid. <laughs> he and, does a lot of mask jokes. You know, I, I think yeah. they were ripping off the mask pretty hard with that yeah, character. Probably, yeah. Jim Carrey's uh, thing. But pretty much like they're like wish. It's like they have these comics about the Beetleborgs and they're like, oh, we want this to be real and them be the Beetleborgs and they get the powers. But they also accidentally create all the monsters from the comics. Yeah. Yeah. That they had to deal with. Although, did you notice that one kid, like when they're in the comic book store in the beginning, who's like a jerk? Yeah, he's, he's a nerd. But he has a lot of money. But like, no, the that's dude the just funny. pulls out like a bankroll. He's that, got like. Tw- that was the funniest part is he comes in and he's like being a bully and stuff like that, you know, and he's bragging about being the captain of the chess club, you know. <laughs> I was like, really you are not the bully with in this situation. Little blazer and stuff like that, you know. His driver. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and so like their way to assert dominance was to challenge the, the kid, the main kids of the show, those scruffy looking nerf herders. <laughs> uh, one of them is like a girl who's got very tomboyish. Yeah. She's wearing like baggy nineties clothes, but complete with a sideways hat. It's almost like a 40 year old woman who did like the clothes design, just read a book on how <laughs> kids, kids dressed, dressed back then. In like 1995. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is 96 to 98. So anyway, uh, the the uh, there's another kid. Uh, I guess the main one. I barely remember him. Um, I don't remember their names. He's got a crush really. on the girl at the comic book store. That's all I remember. But anyways, they uh, the, the 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 chess jocks challenge the uh, <laughs> challenge these kids to uh, a, a sleepover at a haunted house because that's what kids do. They say, yeah. "I'm more manly than you. Let's go sleep at a haunted house and see what happens." And then. Um, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I was falling asleep a lot watching this. The, there's zombies. They're not a zombie. A mummy. There's a mummy and like a. There's like a mummy of Frankenstein, yeah. and like a werewolf, and like a Dracula guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense as to why they're there. They all uh, live in this house. Yeah. And then Flabber living in the in the <laughs> organ. Yeah. yeah, that's right. His name is Flabber. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, so dumb. It, then they pull the monsters like that they fight out of comics. Like they, mm-hmm. they'll just pull it right off the page. So of the art. were these ghosty zombie people? Were they bad guys that the Beetleborgs had to fight at some point? The ones no. that lived in the house? Yeah. No, they're just monsters that live there. So they're like they're just like characters. Yeah. yeah. They're like they're like friends, but monsters or whatever. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Throughout the show, they kind of like chase them. And like threaten them, but they never actually carry through with any of the threats. Nah, you, you, <laughs> you meddling kids hanging I'll, out in our house with. I'll eat your flesh guy. one day <laughs> when I get around to it. So the blood. kids were friends with Flabber, and then Flabber was friends with the monsters. The monsters hated the kids. So. Uh, it was a it was a it was a painful watch. It was worse <laughs> than Power Rangers. What did it? Was the other one you made me watch? Uh, the tattooed teenage, teenage yeah, alien fighters. Right. From it, it was worse than that because at least tattooed teenagers was adults and they could feign acting. These are just screaming, shrieky kids the entire time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, I have kids. I like kids from a distance. But uh, uh, that being said, like, watching kids be terrible actors is nails on a chalkboard. It's the worst experience, you know. Uh, just the screaming, the fake screaming, which is like that stupid, you know, haunted house thing that you hear all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how, that's how they scream. <laughs> well, that's how I react to their screaming, like. Just stop. I just want to slap him. <laughs> <You know? clears throat> um, I don't. I don't. I have no idea what the show is about. Something about they they get their comic book wish to come true and they become these Power Ranger wannabe things. They gotta stop the bad guys. Yeah, yeah which, that they inadvertently yeah brought to life as well. Yeah. Uh, the research that I did something about um, 
they wanted to break away from like the weekly Power Ranger bad guy trope to like you get to know the bad guys in this show. So like they have like there's a lot of cuts to them. Yeah, from what I remember, there's like character arcs of the bad guys and what they're about. Mm-hmm. If you care, I didn't care about the good guys, so I don't know. <laughs> um, and then yeah, uh, they used like the same set essentially. Uh, I think if I remember right. It was in Santa Paulo, California, but uh, they uh, had a Hollywood set, and they essentially had the haunted house, the comic book store, and whatever monster place that they fought. Yeah, the little lair. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, fear of monsters, you got to have a lair. Of, of course, some you kind. do. They had a lot of fights right outside the haunted house. Oh, did they? <laughs> it was <Yeah>. very convenient. <laughs> they so, didn't have to travel very far. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a painful watch. Not my favorite. Worse than tattooed teenagers. So wow. that's surprising. Yeah, I couldn't. So this was a successful punishment, though. Yep. What yep. would you rate this show? A two. Well, you two. Can, you can thank the audience because they voted for it. Thank you, audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I could return the love in some capacity. Maybe uh, maybe we should just start talking about I don't know really boring film stuff for this episode. <laughs> well, see, the two the of us thing. didn't get punished, so. Which was nice. Which broke my streak of, we like, talk about four in a row. <laughs> we could talk about Call of Duty stats. I, I can hear my dad just clicking away right now. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. There. So, punishment well, review done. That's, uh, that's over, yeah. Mitch, why don't you go ahead and plug our mediums of social? Oh, yeah, we didn't do that to begin with. All right, we got our Facebook. We have the Entertain This Podcast. We have the Entertain This Page. And then on Twitter, it's at this or at entertain dot this. Instagram is at this dot entertain. Patreon is patreon dot com. Entertain underscore this, and then we have our YouTube page, which is entertain this. Very nice. Well done. Uh, You're red in the face. Yeah, I'm kind of hot. I think I shouldn't have drank coffee before I started this. You look very <laughs> flushed. Well, I'm very angry that I lost the Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how they're going to cut this, but we just had a Smash Brothers. You know, from two dual. episodes ago. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which victory was. We played, what, four rounds? Yeah. yeah. And we won three out of four. I yeah. won one against both of you, though. So that's something. You know, yeah, still you lost three. I did kill myself in that one. Yeah, <laughs> one time. Yeah, and I had to defend myself. I think you killed yourself in, in a the game I don't I did, play. <laughs> kill myself in the second one. Yeah, um, yeah you did. Yeah, so, but anyways, you know, uh, if you are into video games or not, if you just want to see me get frustrated, enjoy that video. <laughs> or if you want to watch all of us try to play Call of Duty against each other on yeah. shipment on, with, like, a free-for-all. Uh, we'll be doing that. Uh, actually, we're uh, we're going to announce next week's episode what we're going to do over the holidays because we're going to take two weeks off, I think, uh, for uh, Christmas and stuff like that from the podcast. But we'll still have content coming out. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Anyway, uh, let's talk about... Twitter real quick. Oh, uh, yeah, Twitter has been blowing up. Mitch has been doing an amazing job on that. Uh, I've, uh, I'm not a very social medium person, but I've been bouncing <laughs> in and out. Me and neither. <laughs> well, hey, whatever you're doing is working. We got uh, HBO to look at us. Yeah, and- HBO Max is a... Uh- I guess tweeted at us twice. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's what you call it. And uh, you know, whatever your uh, your interest is, and in, it's definitely growing. So if you're of that Twitter vein, uh, communicate to us. That's de- definitely becoming our, our flagship, I'd say, of social media right now. So. It's just easier and quicker to put stuff out through that than to go through the Facebook process. Yeah, yeah. it's it's easier to find stuff that can mm-hmm. translate straight to that too. So now and they like tweeted us. We're like, hey, we listened to your show. It was really good. Or was it like, you know, hey, check out this exclusive offer from HBO? Max. Oh yeah, I mean they, they were, but they were tweeting our 
you know, tag out there for everyone to see. We got handled. Yeah. We got handled. (laughs) (laughs) The way you said it sounds like dirty. (laughs) What happened? We got handled. (laughs) But hey, it's like free advertisement. What is Free advertisements. We'll take it. All right. Makes it seem legit. (laughs) So I believe you had movies. I did. What'd you watch? You cannot kill David Arquette. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. <laughs> Didn't he die in one of the screen movies? Yes, he did. I think they mean like real life. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, uh, this movie is basically, it, it's like a documentary, but it's it's pretty comedic as well. And just to give some backstory, 20 years ago in the year 2000, David Arquette put out a movie called Ready to Rumble, which was a comedy vein of wrestling movie. He's a big wrestling fan. He was on the actual like WCW TV you know, program, mm-hmm. and he won the world title. Really? That pissed a lot of people off. It's because making me mad. Well, because fans thought it was kind of disrespectful, and uh, some of the wrestlers that had worked their entire lives never got to be world champion. Yet you get this scrawny little actor that comes in, and he's the WWE or WCW champion for two weeks, and he was portrayed as a bad guy. So you know, mm-hmm. kind of, for the for the story in the show, it made sense. Okay. But anyways, people hated him for that, and twenty years later, he like because of the wrestling stuff, he can't get a job. As far as like acting, because nobody will take him serious. Because of the wrestling. Yeah, because they, they, nobody think takes him serious as an actor anymore. Because he did wrestling. Yeah, he said for ten years he's gone on uh, like interviews. I've seen Hugh Jackman be in like wrestling rings. Yeah, but but this, he's Hugh Jackman. He's, but he's this, a handsome man. <laughs> he said he's gone on interviews for like uh, TV or for movies and TV for ten years and hasn't gotten anything back. Well, okay. To be fair, when you hit that certain like level where people know you, it's kind of like Mark Hamill. When he was Luke Skywalker, and after that was done, he couldn't get a job anywhere because, you know, it's not only that he was typecasted, but they also thought that, wow, this guy is too celebrity for our role mm-hmm. that we're, we're trying to cast him for. It'll throw off what kind of uh, audience comes to watch it, and, and they'll lose money that way. So it's kind of like David Arquette backed himself into a corner by being somewhat popular, uh, not popular enough to get big roles, but too popular to get, like, any roles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, for this movie, you know, he wants to go back to wrestling because, like I said, he was a fan, and he didn't mean to, you know, make people mad and make pe- people feel that he was disrespecting. So mm-hmm. at 46 years old, he decides he's going to wrestle again right. after having a heart attack before any of this even started. Really? I didn't know he had a heart attack. Yeah, so he, he goes to return to wrestling. He he wants to do it legit. He wants to go and get trained. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he shows up at all these, like, little small wrestling events, and he tried to uh, get into one, like, legitimate i guess like indie kind of scene mm-hmm. and the wrestlers that were actually supposed to be there almost like beat him up and they like got to a, a bar fight to, to like 
had to be separated and everything. How much is that David Arquette guy? Is it is it real or is it no? Like... No, this was real because like this was before the any of the stuff. They got into a bar fight because they didn't want him to show up at their show. Uh, okay, and he he didn't. And then until like a year later, they invited him back after seeing his his progress later on. But like at one point, like he's in this indie show. He, he's been training a little bit. Well, he's fighting a guy with. They have like these LED. What you call it? Uh, are not the LED the like what are the, what are the tube lights? What are they called? Uh, yeah, uh, fluorescent. Flore- yeah, yeah, the yeah. fluorescent lights. Well, in some of these smaller shows, they use these because they're very dramatic. You know, when you hit them, they burst everywhere. Yeah, but you know you, how I dangerous mean, those things are. But you can but, only get small cuts for the most part when you get hit by. Them. Well, not only that, but it like it, it explodes. It doesn't shatter. It explodes, right. and it has very fine glass particulates that can mm-hmm. flow and into your eyes, lacerate your lungs, and stuff like that. So, well, during this match, he's fighting with this guy. This guy does not like him because of everything that happened, but he doesn't know that he doesn't to the extent that he doesn't like him. But they're sitting there. He hits him. Well, he gets uh, at one point like David Arquette goes in to like grab him, mm-hmm. and the guy literally stabbed him in the neck with the, what was left of the yeah. of the of the little uh, tube, and he like Arquette immediately puts his hand over his neck and he like punches the guy three or four times, gets out of the ring and starts to walk off, and then he stops holding his hand on his neck. Turns around, goes back in the ring, like fights a couple of seconds with the guy, lets the guy pin him, and then leaves. And on his way to the hospital, you have Luke Perry before he passed away. Was his friend and was driving mm-hmm. him. Well, they get to the hospital. He takes his hand off. Luke Perry, and, died? yeah, yeah. He, he has like a cut on his carotid or- artery to where when he took his hand off, you just saw blood just spurt out. Uh-huh. Like he he could have died right like there. That dude could have committed murder. Yeah, but uh, I mean, he gets that taken care of, oh, and he yeah. returns back, and he he describes it like trying to get in shape for the wrestling, it actually helped him turn his life around because he was, you know, kind of, uh, you know, abusing some drugs, you know, like really no, and, and drinking a lot. And it helped him with his, uh, he's like, married drink. to Courtney Cox. You can't blame him too much. Well, no, he's married to some <laughs> other girl. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, he probably got some old habits from that mess. So, <laughs> but it, it's a really good, if you like wrestling, it's really good. If you if you just like redemption stories, it's it's pretty good. If you don't like David Arquette, you could watch him get stabbed in the neck. <laughs> I think it'll be funny if wrestling kind of showcases this, uh, you know, this new art form of like let's make documentaries and movies about how wrestling is made instead of actual wrestling. You know what I mean? And like those do better because it's like real drama, real struggle, real whatever instead of this like hokey fake crap they put in the ring. You know. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I'm more interested in that than, than actual wrestling, and I wonder if that's uh, the truth for a lot of people. So, Well, this, this little documentary here, IMDb rates it at a 7.2 out of 10, and I mean, I would agree it's you know, it's not some groundbreaking thing, but it's mm-hmm. it's really interesting just to see how this guy, you know, his career spiraled out of control, just down, and then through wrestling he, you know, elevates himself back up to at least, you know, respectable standards from the wrestling community out there and, you know, to some so TV. after he what got strange. stabbed in the jugular, yeah. did the jugular. was the wrestling community a little bit more? Well, the wrestling sympathetic to him now. Well, that, the wrestlers were actually they said they were very impressed the fact that he like went back in the ring after being stabbed just to finish the match because mm-hmm. a lot of times like wrestlers if they break an arm or whatever they'll they'll finish the match just to get you know to continue the story and then deal with it after yeah. they'll, you know, they'll go to the strange. hospital later yeah whatever it is they'll cut the match short but let him pin him and then they'll go on it's still crazy like like you talk about this wrestling community and i i get it they are like a very wealthy powerhouse of entertainment but it's like talking about like you know upsetting them and not you know leaving on good terms 
like it's you know some foreign country or something. Well, no, like I mean it's almost like you know like <laughs> teams and like you know I, I get the military. It. And they're, they're very they're very powerful because you know they have a lot of A list celebrities that are out there now that came from the celebrity uh, the, the wrestling world. So you know it's 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 cool. I get it. It's just very strange. Like when I was a kid growing up, I never thought two craps about the wrestling people or you know I thought Hulk Hogan was just kind of like half actor that might do something one day and never did. Well, I mean, it's, it's like any kind of sports or anything. They have their own little tight-knit group. That, mm-hmm. you know, it's just they're, where, their team. I mean, Whatever people make it into something from whatever they came from. So, But it was, it was a really good show. I, I if, if you like anything along those lines, I would recommend watching mm-hmm. it just because it was fun to watch. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I, like I said, I give that a 7.2. I agree with IMDb. That it was pretty good. I'll move on to my news, though. Predator. Ooh. Technically, it says Predator 5. But they're saying it's possibly going to be a whole reboot, and this first reboot might be set a hundred years in the past. Let's not get what, bogged down. Shoot at him with like flintlock pistols now. Well, no, I mean if Predator you, versus if you George know, Washington. If you know the Predator lore, they would show up on Earth every hundred years uh, because uh, some of the Predators can live up to eight hundred years old. But they showed up in the eighties with Predator in nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah. So a hundred years ago, would well, be, like I said, this is probably going to be a reboot. Right. So it's going to so be 1887. 1880? So yeah. 100, what, 40? God, is Predator that old now? So what, Predator <laughs> versus, like, Wyatt Earpin? I mean, yeah. they don't. They fight fair. They're not going to go after him with, like, laser pistols and stuff like that. So he would probably yeah. fight after him with Predator it. didn't fight fair. He had laser pistols. He was invisible. Well, he'd fight relatively fair. You know what's crazy? I watched uh, Animaniacs, like the, the new episode, and they talked about it not being... Not being your daddy's Animaniacs. <laughs> and I was really confused by that, right? And then they talked about it being 22 years old, and I was super confused. <laughs> and then I realized I'm 33. <laughs> so, man, I can't believe that show's that old. And I can't believe Predator's that old. I can't believe I'm that old. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the Midlife Crisis episode. <laughs> We're getting I mean, there. I'm just losing video games left and right now, so, yeah, I guess it's going out. But, hey, my money's getting better. So, anyways, <laughs> back on my movie back news. To, back to Predator. Central crisis on. But yeah, it, it's <laughs> supposedly going to be a hundred years in the past, possibly. Um, also, Black Panther two is going to start filming in July. I'm interested to see how they, because they said they're still going to have Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther, and somehow in the movie they'll transition him over. So I don't know if they are going to do mainly CGI or if they're going to use old footage and like crop not. it in somehow. I, I hope they don't do CGI. I I am of the the people who think that if you CGI a dead person, it's disrespectful. Well, I, I mean, if you get mm-hmm. permission from the family. Even still, I don't like it. Yeah. You know, I, I think that the best thing you could do is you could have somebody in the suit. That's what I was saying. Maybe they could just do him in the suit and, you know, the voice whole movie. Over. Well, but no. If you have, like, a face, though, you know, like Carrie Fisher, it just it, and that's going to be, like, 30 years from now. People are going to look at that. And they're gonna be like, "Ooh, that's bad," you know. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just, it's just it's it's disrespectful in my opinion. You know, you're just trying to make a story work at the you know, that at the expense. Yeah, of a dead guy. So, but like the idea of uh, them pushing Black Panther over to what's her name, the the Shuri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting mm-hmm. idea. Which that happened in the comics for a short while because I forget something happens to T'Challa and he has to disappear for something, but. She, she's Black Panther for a while anyways. Yeah, so. that'd be fun. I'd, I'd be into that. Yeah, I could so. watch that. My, uh, my last bit of news is Deadpool 3 is going to be made. It, it's not confirmed, but they're working on making the script and everything. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds, and then I forgot the names, but they're the writers from the show Bob's Burgers. 
Oh, really? It's them and Ryan Reynolds that are going to write the script. Is, is uh, H. John Benjamin yeah. going to be it? Just doing that voice. But uh, it, it's still going to be rated R, even though Good. you know technically Disney's backing mm-hmm. it. But I um, want Hugh Jackman to be in it. Uh, or under a new name like Jackie. So <laughs> was the Deadpool 1 writers and the Deadpool 2 writers the same people? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're the people that did the Lego movie, right? But De- Deadpool 1 and 2 were heavily influenced by Ryan Reynolds because he's the one that pushed it to get made. I'm sure. And, yeah. you know, I, and I, I mean, he is Deadpool. He His comedy is what makes Deadpool yeah. Deadpool. So. And he kept the suit. Like I, I think he said he like walked off set wearing yeah. it. And they're just like, you could take it off. And he's like, make me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, try. I, I'm <laughs> sure Ryan Reynolds has like enough control over, you know, mm. what the image of Deadpool is that he, he's not going to let it go crazy. But you're still playing with fire. Yeah. So. Uh, and Bob's Burgers is like very deadpan, dry humor. Yeah. <laughs> so to see that try to fit into a Deadpool kind of, which is kind of not over the top, but it's like almost at that line. Yeah, it's over the top. He's yeah, he's a like, lot of fourth he's, wall he's dancing, breaking. you know, fourth wall breaking while shooting people in the face, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys' little baby hands and stuff like that. Like, like it's, it's everyone just, fears the T Rex. <laughs> it's just a wild, you know. Did you hear about the one legged man in an ass kicking contest? <laughs> it's a wild movie. I don't know how that's gonna, but who knows? Maybe it's mm-hmm. the best best thing ever. Whatever. So, well, that's all the news I have for movies. I could be interested in that. I would watch it. Yeah, I got a friend who loves Bob's Burger, uh, Brandon. Other okay, Brandon. other Brandon. Uh, other Brandon. He he loves that show, so he'll probably and he liked Deadpool, so he'll probably get all over this. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, what, uh, what, uh, what's next? What, what? TV shows. Oh, yeah. I watched the Frankenstein Chronicles. Yes. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. That's what it's Sean Bean, isn't it? Yes, yeah, with Sean Bean. He Sean plays like a, a Thames River investigator. I don't know if I've seen all of it, but I have seen some of it. I've seen the first couple episodes, mm-hmm. which I mean, it's a long show. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's came out in 2015. I think the second season came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Sean Bean's dead the entire episode. It's a show, right? No. He's not? No, he's he's alive. He's the main star. Who's, who's Frankenstein? He's the monster. They haven't introduced the monster or talk about it yet. I'm looking I, for I Frankenstein. Like he's an investigator, and like the premise of the story is, you know, his family has died, or his wife has died. He has syphilis, and he's taking like mercury pills, which pretty much make you insane. Yeah, because <laughs> you start hallucinating, and it's poisoning you. Mm-hmm. You watched it all the way through. I, I rewatched the first couple episodes to refresh myself. Okay, so you haven't seen it all the way through. Never mind. But that happens. <laughs> <laughs> but like they find it's a got like, Sean being in it, so you, you yeah, know, you take, like they you find a, a kid. Who, um, it's actually the bodies of eight children, yeah. like mm-hmm. sewn together. Yeah. And he gets brought in, like, to investigate it. And, you know, this, like, weird rabbit hole of nonsense and, like, in, like, this weird underground yeah. uh, world. If I yeah. remember, they, they talk a lot about science and how it could 
possibly work as yes. far as reanimating the dead. Mm-hmm. And they use old, what is this, like the, uh, it's like the 1800s? It's the 1800s, yeah. Yeah. So, like, they, they use galvana, galvan, galvanizing, galvan, mm-hmm. galvanization. I don't know what the yeah. word it is. But it's a... It's where it's electricity. You just yeah. use electricity to reanimate. And stuff. they're showing like corpses in like some parts where he like goes to like see like some medical guy, yeah. and the guy's like running electricity through the arm, and like you see the hands start to close and mm-hmm. open. And yeah, I, I did a little bit of research in that show when it came out, and that was an actual science that they were practicing back then. So I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of interesting that they incorporated mm-hmm. some sort of reality into it. But uh, obviously, it didn't work. I think at the end of the show, if I recall correctly, I know you saw the whole thing. Um, he actually goes and interrogates like uh, Mary Shelley. Okay. Yep. Oh, because it, yeah, it's the, the, there was a book, but then he finds out that it's based partly in reality. Yep. It's like what she wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which is kind of distasteful. I think you're kind of discrediting Mary Shelley. They're like you're not you're not creative enough to come up with this by yourself. <laughs> not at that time. Well, no. When she wrote the book, uh, it was published under a different name. Mm-hmm. Really? Originally, yeah. She wrote it in um, a night. Yeah. She because she was in a party. And, and they were like, oh, everybody write, like, the scariest story tonight, and then tomorrow we'll read it. And it was like, yep. she was like, it was like a thunderstorm. It was very, like, almost story-esque how it happened. Yeah. But, like, she had, like, a nightmare about this dead guy who was brought back to life with other, pe- by other, like, with other body parts and electricity. Mm-hmm. Wrote out the whole story and read it to everybody, and they were all like, right, you need to make that into a book. Yeah. <laughs> and then she did. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, it's, it's a good a, show. It yeah. is good. I um, think they ended it early. Like, uh, it's canceled. Yeah, they only did two seasons. I haven't so. seen season two, so I don't know what how the story pans out. I've only seen the first season for uh, Sean Bean. I imagine he dies or he's already dead. <laughs> it's Sean Bean. The only character he can ever be and not die is sharp. Mm. <laughs> every, uh, every movie he's died in is payback for, for, sure. for not dying in sharp. <laughs> yeah. It's like the bill comes due. He has like to do like a movie a month to stay alive as sharp, but he has to die as everybody else. <laughs> he can only take roles where he gets like shot in the face, ripped apart by four horses, shot with arrows, shot with arrows, Thrown off a building. Impaled by a satellite dish. Impaled by a satellite dish. What? Yeah, Goldeneye. Uh, yeah, oh. Goldeneye. Yeah. I didn't even know he was um, in. Die off screen. Die off screen. Die yeah. Off screen. <laughs> die off screen, die off screen. Captured and beaten to death by Germans. Yeah, well. Anyway. He dies a lot. Um, <laughs> so what, it's it's a good show. It's What'd you rate it? I'd give it a, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Yeah, it's a little if you're If you're into like the gothic horror mm-hmm. kind of deal, like that pseudo-historical... Like, you know, that 1800s, like, you know, industrial revolution. Penny dreadful crap. But, Penny, uh, yeah, yeah it's, like, it's interesting to watch. Yeah. My thing was, is that Penny dreadful and this show, and I'm trying to think of another one, but I can't. Um, they, uh, they always start with a novel concept and it usually just descends into gore and the, the Victorian plot, you mm-hmm. know, the Victorian setting. And then whatever that concept was in the beginning is just kind of out the door and you're just like, like, like uh, Hannibal, for instance. Hannibal started out with this cool idea of a show about an investigator working with a, a serial killer without catching each other, and then it just kind of went into this like gore mayhem. And it, I, I think this show and other shows like it uh, are a victim of that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like like their, that identity crisis where they try and figure out what what they're really about, and that origin novel concept goes out the door. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's the news. Uh, there's a TV show coming out called Resident Alien mm-hmm. on Sci-Fi, new dramedy series starring Alan Tudyk mm-hmm. or Steve the Pirate from uh, <laughs> Dodgeball. Yeah, that's like the only thing. Or uh, he was in Firefly or something, right? Yeah, yeah he was watching Firefly. He was uh, Tucker or Dale, yeah. was, Dale or Tucker. Or he was something. one of them. Yeah. He was one of those guys. The the not fat one. No. <laughs> there you go. He's also uh, the robot in Rogue One. 
Yes. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> Learning stuff. He's also the robot from iRobot. I didn't know that. No, you're messing yeah. with me on no, that. I'm one. dead serious. So he, he just plays robots. He does. He's actually known for his motion capture capabilities. He did a lot of it around the same era that Andy Serkis did, but, you know. Andy Serkis did Gollum in, like, one Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. So uh, Resident Alien, it's a Dark Horse comic series. It's been in development for, like, over two years, but it's finally set to debut uh, January 27th of, obviously, 2021. Um, the premise of the cast was, like, it's a – He's an alien with a mission to kill all human life, and he crash lands on Earth, and then apparently he passes himself off as a small-town doctor. Okay. Like, that's his little disguise. Just a small-town <laughs> doctor. <laughs> it's like when he said, just, I was like, I know what he's doing. Um, but you start, you know, things start getting right because he gets uh, roped into solving a local murder and realizing he needs to assimilate what? to this new world. As he does so, he begins to wrestle with the moral dilemma of his mission. Wrestling. And ask <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> it's all coming full circle. Uh, more the limit of the mission of killing literally everybody. And big life questions like are humans worth saving? And why do they fold their pizza before eating it? <laughs> That's what it says here in the article. Only weird people fold pizza. You got to do the pizza sandwich. That's how you eat. Take two pieces. No, you, no. That's how you, you eat just pizza. eat a piece no, of pizza. You take the pizza, you pinch in the crust, and do the fold. No. Yes. That's, that's, that, you keep everything inside. Everybody who does that's a tool sack, all right? <laughs> this is the efficient way to do it, all right? Take two pieces, put one on top of the other one. That way you have crust you're, on the outside, no grease. It's all stuck in the inside. You're just making a dumb calzone. Yeah, Just exactly. buy a calzone. It's a bigger hot pocket. No, because, like, I, I'm busy. I want a piece of pizza. Everybody's going to order pizza like like always anyway, so instead of just carrying around this, like, greasy, slidey dinner plate on my copious weird hand and stuff like that, I'm just going to put two sandwiches together like that. And for all you normal people that just eat a piece of pizza. Mitch yeah, <laughs> uses a fork and a knife. Yeah, yeah, Mitch cuts it into <laughs> bite-sized pizzas. He dabs the grease off. <laughs> it's my serial killer instincts just <laughs> got to be clean. Got to be clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's sanitation. So, this is like the and you said uh, we got off track last episode. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about Mr. Animaniacs. We're talking about pizza. If you, I thought that people probably had seen Animaniacs, so it was worth talking about. But anyways, so uh, yeah, there's a lot of shit, a lot of stuff going on that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, what about that hot sauce? Yeah, what about <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff going on that show. A lot of things. A lot uh, of stuff. They got a, a a murder doctor alien guy. Murder doctor alien guy, which yep. it's. I don't have high hopes for this show. It's sci-fi. Because it's on the sci-fi channel. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm like, I remember their shows being... When he let in with that, I was like... Bad. Mm. <laughs> I, honestly, a lot of shows start on sci-fi, and then they grow beyond their budget and get bought out. Uh, like Krypton. They need to be bought. They, uh, I think uh, HBO is looking at that, isn't it? Uh, I, I hope mm-hmm. so. Uh, HBO looked at Krypton. Uh, the Expanse got bought out by Amazon, and Battlestar Galactica got bought out yeah. by... Somebody. N- NBC or something? I, I think know. so. I think NBC, it whichever one has the Peacock. Oh, yeah. Is it NBC? Is it, is it NBC? Peacock. Or yeah. is it ABC? No. Well, that's it's called NBC. the Peacock app. I know. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a great app, honestly. It's like it's really good because it's got commercials, but they're less than 60 seconds and it's free. Mm-hmm. So you just pay by watching commercials, which is not – it's unbearable. Like YouTube has longer commercials. Yeah. But uh, the name. <laughs> <laughs> the, the name. The name. <laughs> There's a lot of good shows on there, though, but. Um. Yeah, I like the premise of the show. I like Alan Tudyk. I think it it's, it sounds like it's going to be a funny show because he does comedy really well. Yeah, he does. And I think yeah. the, the the premise of 
he's an alien sent here to kill everybody, mm. and then he's pretending to be a small time town doctor. Just wonder how much of his alien esque things are going to be really crappy CGI. Oh, I imagine all of it. <laughs> I imagine all of it because they haven't released like a picture or anything about you know how he looks or whatever on the show. But I'm imagining it's not going to look good. It's it is the Sci Fi Channel, <laughs> and if this took two years to make and now we're, it's finally setting to uh, debut in January, it's like. Wow. Is it ready? Are you sure? <laughs> is, is it really? Are, are, like, are you sure you want to do this? We'll see. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what Alan Tudyk's been up to recently. So, since Dale and Tucker versus Evil, I uh, he uh, he does a lot of voice. He does a lot of stuff. Voice. He did. Uh, he was a Joker in that uh, Harley Quinn show. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So he he does. He's very good, uh, talented voice actor. He can kind of. Hit all sorts of and he plays questions. robots, apparently. It is. It'd be funny if he was a robot from a space and to kill everybody and then becomes a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it sounds like a, a, an interesting premise for a show that I think we should check out. Yeah, we will. All right, cool. Video games. Games. So uh, I got the new Xbox, finally. and He I've, finally got to play it. I finally, finally got, to play got to play it. I got to like smell it before I ran off to military leave. I played one game of Call of Duty. It was life-changing, uh, and then I got to leave it. But I came back, and uh, I'm still terrible at Call of Duty, but... Uh, it looks really it, good. It looks really pretty well. I don't game. always die, but when I do, it's at 120 frames a second. It is. <laughs> it's very pretty. Uh, it looks really good. I don't have to... I like, like, lag and stuff isn't an issue for me anymore. Uh, and the cool thing is, is how fast the console is. Like, uh, I can boot it up. I'll be in the lobby in Call of Duty in less than 30 seconds. Um, but he still has to wait on me and Tom. That's true. Uh, <laughs> But like, like, it's like that little kid that like runs to the door. It's like, come on, guys! And like, the parents are just like <laughs> trudging along. But like, uh, I I got Assassin's Creed, uh, the Valhalla, the Viking one. I got that, and I was playing it on the old Xbox while I was out of town. Then uh, like, it would take like, you know, five minutes to load up where you could actually be in the game. So you know, they have all these hints and you know. Uh, information stuff in the loading screen that you can tab through and you learn a lot of interesting thing, like, things like, oh, I didn't know I could upgrade my satchel or whatever. Um, for the new Xbox, it's so fast. Like, they'll put a hand up there and I'll be like, your horse gets this power if you push it. And, like, the screen cuts away. I'm like, no, what, what was it? <laughs> what do I do with the horse? <laughs> my, only, my only complaint is, is like, I can't read the little tips menu because it's so fast. It's too quick. <laughs> <laughs> but in that, uh, it's, it's an amazing console. It's got... Um, you know, a lot of a lot of room to to grow with. As like, I feel like games for the Xbox One came out, and they were already at peak performance for the Xbox One. I feel like games have a long way to go before they can really challenge the Series X, um, because uh, like it's not that much of a difference. And I, I know that the capabilities and stuff like that that I've seen from games coming out, like Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. are going to just like this ray tracing thing, it, it, it changes the the, the, the gameplay. It changes the world. It's it's amazing. Like you can see, I, I was playing Assassin's Creed, and with on the Series X, I think there's ray tracing, but I could see the individual uh, grass blades floating in the wind and stuff like that, and then the, the shadows they would cast from the sun, being you know independent too, like little grass shadows. Like that's something. Amazing and like all those little details really make for a, a cool setting, like how fire uh, displaces light. You know how sun looks coming through like a stained glass window or a mirror or something like that. All those little nuances really kind of solidify uh, a gameplay experience, which uh, 
I'm excited to see be challenged in future future games. I feel like kind of right now it's there's not much. So if you're like one of these guys and and, and you want to wait to get a console, you're probably doing right because there's not much out here that's really going to challenge you, um, or challenge the yeah the power console. of the console. So yeah, any um, issues with it yet? No, because I've been reading it's, there's a it's never overheat. I I walk over and put my hand on it and it's cooler than the Xbox One every time. Uh, the drive has never had a problem with me. Um, it's got no issues with the internet. You know, it's not loud. I don't hear it. And uh, it doesn't turn off randomly, yeah. completely. Dashboard or just shut down. I've got so no that's issues. apparently an issue that's been going around. Never had, People's no, Xbox just flat out turning off. And then and I've, I've played it pretty good yesterday. Like I played it substantially. I played it with you guys and I played mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed a good bit earlier uh, on it. So, you know, I'd say I've got maybe 20 hours of gameplay on it. So uh, over the past couple of days. So I'd say it's doing good so far. Um, so, yeah. I'm reviewing. That's my review on the Xbox console, uh, Xbox Series X. It's great. Maybe buy it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you can find one. Yeah, if you can find one. I don't know anything about the Series S. I don't know if anybody has it or not. So. I mean, I know this isn't going to help anybody when this podcast comes out, but tomorrow at 9 p.m., they're going to have new uh, stuff for it, um, I think, on Amazon and GameStop where yeah. you can order it. And Black Friday will be insane, which is Dude, it's just gonna all the sites are gonna crash. Is it this Friday? Well, Wednesday at nine p.m. Yes. is when they have they start having Black Friday deals yes, and you can buy Friday. them. Oh, so you guys will have already lived through the carnage yeah. by the time you listen. That's to when I'm going to try to get one. So maybe <laughs> Mitch will make a Twitter announcement or something. Mm-hmm. So I'll try to. I'll try to remember um, if I'm not trying to bite myself. But the game that I am reviewing is Assassin's Creed. This is the twelfth Assassin's Creed game, um, main series game, and uh, it's pretty good. Um, it, it's it's huge. Like I think I played for about uh fifteen, twelve, fifteen hours before you got to the opening title card of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's 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 large. Um, uh, Odyssey was kind of that way too. Yeah, and it, it's uh it's got a lot of stuff. You can do. You can fish. You can hunt. You know, you can siege castles. You can you know kill bounties. You can. Uh, uh, romance, you can do all sorts of side plots, and uh, there's uh, many games like uh, a dice game. There's uh, flighting, which is kind of like a rep- uh, epic rap battle. <laughs> it's apparently a thing. Uh, you know, all sorts of stuff you can do. Uh, the, the customization by far is probably like the high point they're trying to push in the game. You get a slew of tattoos you can make your Viking character look cool with. Uh, different armor sets, different hairstyles. You can customize your horse, your your raiding battleship, uh, your your uh, settlement and stuff like that that you live in. You can customize everything, huh. um, which is cool. Kind of is this like Red Dead Redemption Two, the Assassin's Creed edition? Red Dead Redemption's better. Uh, the the AI in this game is just stupid sometimes, and then like the writing and the voice acting is pretty hard to get behind. Like some of the stuff that people say, you're just like, yeah, why would you say that? That doesn't make any sense. Well, that's one thing I heard. Like I've seen that a lot of the critics praise the game, but I've mm. seen that like a lot of people reviewing it on YouTube were kind of like, it's all right. It's it's fun, okay. Like mm-hmm. if you want to go around and murder people, this is a game to do it, okay. Like like uh, other Viking games or other Viking other assassin games. You know, they punish you for murdering civilians. This one's like, 
pillage everything, set it, <laughs> set it all on fire. You're a Viking. Go yeah. kill everybody. So, uh, and you get rewards for doing that. Now, granted, you don't go around stabbing women or something like that, but uh, I never, I wouldn't do that anyways. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah. But uh, no, I know, I, I'm more interested in like where the story's going. Uh, the whole outside of the animus story with the uh, uh, the future plot line, because like, remember, like the original Assassin's Creed, you had Desmond and that mm-hmm. character. Yeah, they're doing it again with this new uh, girl. I don't remember her name. Um, I only came out of the Assassin's Creed world once, and I think that's better. Where it's not continuously bringing you in and out. Yeah, yeah I've probably got about sixty hours in the game right now. Because that was a hard part so, of like the first one yeah. yeah where it's like you're out of the animus and like you have like you know you know, wander around a room <laughs> look at something go to bed and then like oh all right and then like all right then you gotta like walk and wait for them and yeah. then they'll yeah. let you back in and then you can go run around as Altair and they kill do everybody. A, they, they do a good job pacing it too because like you the, in the beginning so you play this character named ivor wolf kissed and you can choose to be a boy or a girl they explain it away with some plot thing i don't know go for it but uh they have the ability where you can let the game decide when you're going to be a boy or a girl. I just chose to be a boy. Um, I kind of would have liked to see the alternate plot lines that would happen if you're a girl, but that's eh, whatever. I made my decision. So mm-hmm. um, your family gets killed. Viking revenge plot line ensues. You grow up uh, and you're helping some clan establish a settlement in England. So that takes about 20 hours. And then, um, when you leave, that's the first time you come out of the Animus uh, when you're leaving and you go on your eight-week boat trip to England. And then you land in uh, Mercia when you come back. And, uh, you know, then you're introduced to the Templars and, like, their hierarchy and who you have to go around and assassinate. That's doesn't even feel like the main plot. If it is, it, it's all, definitely the main plot for Assassin's Creed games, but uh, it's definitely not the main plot for this game. This game is about you getting revenge and you're barely an assassin. Like, these dudes come to you and try to recruit you, and you're just like, no, uh, I don't want to. I want to kill people the way that I want to. And they, they try to, like, wow you with, like, the little stabby thingy and, uh, you know, teach you, like, your, your cool skills, your ninja skills, and you still just... <laughs> you're like I, Mjolnir. Yeah. Bow! I still run around and just murder people. I, 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 I try to be stealthy sometimes, but I just get so impatient, you know? <laughs> sometimes it's hard. <laughs> I can't... I, I hate... Like, not doing anything in a video game. Like, waiting in a stack of hay, just watching guards walk around. No, I'm just going to burst out and start murdering. Waiting for that so. one sequence where they're all in the right place at the right time yep. so you can run past everybody and not get caught. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Or, it's like, or I can murk the sh- out of all of them. There, there's, there's like, stupid ways you can kill people. Uh, the, the combat mechanics are pretty cool. Like, I just discovered you can dual-wield heavy weapons. So I dual-wielding spears right now. And I'm just <laughs> shishka-popping people. <laughs> Running around, stabbing, and all sorts of stuff. And uh, See, that, that's pretty fun. Still, that's like, what I like about it. Because, like, like, I'll try to purposely, like, I don't care how long it takes. Mm-hmm. I try to kill everybody and make sure nobody ever saw me. <laughs> and I get that you're benefited by that. Um, but if you kill all of them, but no if you one kill saw them. it. Like, yeah. the, the bow and arrow mechanics in this game are insane. Like, you can upgrade your bow capabilities to shoot, like, four people at once. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I've gotten so good at it. I just murder a guy in plain sight and let the crowds come at me. And I'm just picking them off, you know, <laughs> letting the corpses just pile up. And hopefully they stop. If Sometimes they don't. I think like, they respond if you're still under alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, then I just go and loot their bodies mm-hmm. and cash out. But, uh, yeah. 
like an Odyssey game, that like sometimes the different areas they would have like a bear or a mountain lion track that they'd captured or whatever. <laughs> I would just like use the bow and arrow, shoot the lock off, and let the bear the mountain lion attack the people. <laughs> Odyssey's the the Spartan one, right? Yeah. yeah. So did they kind of hint at uh, this Roman Empire thing? I haven't finished the game because there's a lot to do, but it sounds I, like I can see where they, it builds towards that. Yeah, the, this Viking stuff, like. Uh, Another subplot is like the Roman Empire that took place in England before you get there, and you do a lot of like archaeological stuff. Granted, it's only like this is in the 800s, so this would be like 400 years old when the Romans were there. But uh, you know, they're they're pushing that pretty hard, and I think that these new generation of Assassin's Creed games are going to come to a head with like the Roman Empire. Uh, that's probably going to be the next one. I'm calling it. Where you topple the Spartacus? Empire. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> he breaks out. Spartacus. Crushers. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a it's it's fun. It's got a, a lot of everything. So much stuff that you probably don't really need to care about a third of it. If you just want to kind of, I like to uh, get all the little achievements, find all the gold, do the little side quests and stuff like that. It gets a little obnoxious at times, you know. So uh, I feel like they kind of need to figure out how to streamline their their uh, their gameplay, their their plot. You know, uh, like Cyberpunk, for instance. I'll talk about this in a minute because that's my news. Um, of course, it is. <laughs> they, they, they're like their biggest complaint. In Cyberpunk is that there's so many quests and they're all so interesting. You can't figure out which way to go with them all. You know, so like this one is just like, sure, I'll help this little girl find her dog. You know, whatever. Uh, that's that's Assassin's Creed. They got some pretty dumb plots. Um, so I give it a seven point five. Um, I it's definitely. An enjoyable, it's satisfying game carnage killing experience. It's going to get old here pretty quick. Um, you know, the, the, the bosses, I'd say, like you have this hierarchy of assassinations you have to make. Those are what's keeping me going right now. So, best Assassin's Creed game is still Brotherhood. No, uh, Black Flag by, by yeah. far. No, Brotherhood. No, okay. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, well you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, uh, what's your news? Cyberpunk. Wow. Uh, yeah. Is it delayed again? It's not. It's still coming out. Uh, they've actually had leaked games go out. Mm -hmm. uh, people have been playing the leaked game. Uh, and from what I hear, it's really good. They say uh, it's a slow burn beginning because you're just kind of getting used to the city. That The city is the character of the game. Not, uh, I mean, you are definitely like what you become is the character that, that pertains to the most importance of the game. But... They definitely want you to feel like every time you walk out of the city, you experience something new. And uh, that's what they're pushing hard in the beginning, from what I understand. You just drive around and see all sorts of crazy sights and learn stuff. Uh, some people don't like that. I I kind of like it. Uh, I, I'll get into that by just, uh, just vibing and just seeing stuff, talking to people, whatever. Um, and, I, of course, it all depends on whatever your background is because you can pick three different backgrounds in the game where you come from. Uh, like I said, they talked about there being so many quests, so many opportunities. They're all rated from uh, like moderate to very hard. And uh, the, the complaint about that is, let's say you take on a very hard quest, the reward for that could be nothing compared to a moderate quest. So people are upset that they that more challenging quests reap, could reap less rewards. But, you know, I don't know. I, I'd say you play the game for the experience, you know, and rewards are cool and whatnot, but, but we'll see what happens. Sometimes you make a bad investment. I don't know. So, but everybody says that the game is amazing. And 
Google Stadia is trying very hard to sell their consoles. So if you get uh, Cyberpunk for Stadia, they'll send you a console. Jeez. For three months, they'll send you a console, free Stadia, and all this sort of thing. All the console is is a little dot with a controller. Oh. I don't know anybody that has a Stadia. Nope. No. Uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about it on here. It, it's... Uh, the the developers, uh, I'm sorry, the the, uh, the 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 reviewers that played uh, played through a streaming service, much like Stadia, uh, so they didn't have a hard copy, so they couldn't make uh, leaks. But somehow these leaks got made, um, uh, and I, I would assume it's kind of like Stadia. I don't know if they actually played it or not, but mm-hmm. the idea of a game not being anywhere in my house, but coming from outer space or wherever it comes from, <laughs> just bothers me. Like if anything could happen to that very complicated process to play a game and it could just everything you, everything you bought just gone. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you're just left with that thing. Well, that it's a controller and a dot that you plug into your TV, you know, and do you know how much power it takes to stream 4k, let alone a 4k video game, like where you have to have inputs and stuff like that. That's, it's no way you can be good, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, steady is free right now. Essentially. I'm sure if we sent them a review, Requests like we're uh, like T and E. Yeah, we'll we'll check it out. They probably send us one for free if uh, you want to look into that, Mitch. Okay, write that down. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that's my video game news and reviews. So, oh, well, just uh, I gotta just get a notification, but uh, the interdict on your news. The uh, Nuketown '84 is live for uh, Cold War. They've uh, made the new map, so uh, they they included knew, that. I in. told you Nuketown was gonna happen. Yep, but I, just got, I got a notification on my phone that says Nuketown 84 is now live. Are you guys going to run home and play that? Probably. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a whirl. I, I still don't have Cold I don't think I'm going to buy Cold War. There's no reason to buy Cold War. So, Except yeah. for zombies. Zombies, zombies is, fun. is fun. Zombies yeah. is madness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a lot of fun. Right. Why'd your mic die? I don't know. Resuscitate it. Uh, get the AED. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Moving on. So let's uh, let's do our list here. We're running to our last minute. Which our our, our list is the top ten like co op slash like multiplayer multiplayer games like or series of games. Pretty much like that people game, voted on. Yeah, the games like the way I put it when we were making the list was like these are the games like you and your friends played all the time. Like yeah. this was like your greatest memories. Like you guys co op and you know either you know online or going through Halo's multiplayer or co op stories. Yeah. Halo's number one. That's it. It's well, not according to this now. But anyways, we'll start no, at the bottom is. of the list, which actually none of this stuff got a vote, which kind of surprised me. Like uh, PlayerUnknown's Battleground, Smash Brothers, Minecraft, Destiny, Grand Theft Auto. None of those got any votes. I was Grand Theft Auto, I don't think was ever a big until recently. I mean, it, yeah, now now you can play it online with people, but I'm still surprised yeah, that that's but, not more of a thing because you can have some hilarity so, stuff. Just yeah. to understand, okay, like Tom was saying. The, it's the experience that we're, we're we're trying to push here, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not the capabilities of multiplayer, but like I have the best memory of playing this game with my friends. Right, yeah. right, okay. So, uh, Grand Theft Auto is probably not going to be that thing. Destiny. I mean, honestly, games that are online, they don't have the nostalgia of land, uh, land, uh, landline land. games yeah. or yeah, land, land, party. land parties, land parties. Yeah, so. Yeah, like, to be. I played games growing up, but I never played anything like Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. I, I never played any of that. The, when I actually got into gaming, it was like Goldeneye. around 2008 when uh, my parents bought a, a 360, and I come home from college one weekend, mm-hmm. and all my friends were like, "Hey, you should try and play uh, Modern Warfare." I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. that's it. That's <laughs> the game." Sold. Since then, 
I mean, PUBG, I, don't, I have a lot of fond memories of playing PUBG. Yeah. yeah. A lot of yelling at the television, a lot of... It was so bad, people. though. It was such it, a trash game. It was game. such a trash game, but it was a lot of fun playing with your friends. Now, like when... Smash Brothers, I've had a lot of fun playing oh, yeah. lately, too. Very, very recently. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> very recently. I, have, I, I used to be amazing at that game. I'm still pretty good, but mm -hmm. obviously I'm not as good as both of you combined. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny was... Uh, Our you powers your, combined. You guys do your, like, <laughs> saying thing. <laughs> What's that called? Fusion. Yeah. Yeah, fusion. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyways, well, we'll move on to number nine, which uh, Animal Crossing. Sure is the video game. Let's <laughs> just move on. But, you know, I'm sure people like playing that. It's my wife. I haven't played it yet. So. Loved this in college, and we got it uh, the new one for Switch. Mm -hmm. uh, the kids liked it. It's basically chores the video game, um, <laughs> but there's so much to do. Like it, it's demanding that you come back and like do stuff. Like mm -hmm. oh, be be back on this date at this time. I'm like, man, I got a full time job. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can. And, and I, I kind of bowed out of the game. And then over time, my wife and kids did too. It's such a commitment. It is a commitment. It's like I don't want a game that's that big of a commitment. Like I I, I guarantee you, if you did some sort of demographic target audience, it'd be like single people that uh, work like you know a part time job or something <laughs> like that that <laughs> really love this game. So, uh, but yeah. But all right, next we'll move on to number eight, which is Monster Hunter. I tried to get in this game. I never couldn't. played it. To me, the game is fun if you have people to play with, but the game, I mean, like I said, the game's not a, a big one player kind the, of thing. Yeah. I played the world one, right? Yeah. And, and like the thing that frustrates me is that you got to upgrade your characters and get all this cool stuff to go fight monsters. Mm -hmm. But you still have to. It's like a boss fight. Every monster you yeah. fight, it, it, and and it doesn't matter how powerful you are. It takes like a million hits to kill something. Yeah. So it, let alone have it, you need a team of people to do it too. So, yeah, it is just too too much. Yeah. Number seven, Borderlands. Have any of y'all played that? Oh yeah. Nope. Yeah. Borderlands yeah. is fun. I played the first two. I it, played it's fun. One. It's goofy, but to me, it just kind of got monotonous. Kind of like it, Destiny after it a while. Does, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like offline Destiny. Now, number six is Mario Kart. Very, I have a lot of fond memories of Mario Kart. I have a lot Kart. of fun. I would wake up. Like, my parents really like this game, too. Me and my brother mm -hmm. would play. My parents would play. My parents would go to battle mode on Block Fort. <laughs> and my dad was like a sniper <laughs> with the green tortoise shells. Like, yeah. you'd be going, like, along on the bottom, and he'd be on the top, and he'd, like, look at the map, do the little hop, fire, hop again, fire, hop, fire again, <laughs> and time it. Where like you'd be going down, get hit, lose a balloon. As soon as you could respawn and like go again, the next one would hit you, <laughs> and he would just three, you know, three shot you. But so I would no wake mercy up for the kids. Yeah, I would wake up and it'd be like one in the morning, and the Nintendo was in my room, and I wake up and they're like sitting on my floor playing it, <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you doing?" They're like, go back to the left. Like, go back to bed. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I uh, I was never great at Mario Kart, um, so. I was now, good at racing, not at battle mode. But I, I get I that everyone wants to play it. Well, I haven't played the newer versions, but the, the played, Super Nintendo version I played a lot. Oh, yeah. The one, I have Mario Kart 8. I think that's the newest one, yeah, the one on Switch. Too. That is – they upped the ante. It's, that was rough. It's uh, Well, it's got too many, like, capabilities. Like, you can have basically, like, bumper rails, you know? Yeah, where you can't just drive off the map. Yeah, and then, like, guided controls. And so, I mean, it's great for my kids, but, like, I don't really know – There's what, a lot of stuff you got to turn off if yeah. you've played before. And it, so like, but why? It's like an <laughs> obnoxious amount of characters. Yes, but they have Link, so I can't complain. So. <laughs> All right, moving on to number five, The Division. Did not play it. It's a fun game I to play with one. people, but mm -hmm. sim similar to Destiny and stuff, yeah. it gets monotonous because you have to grind to, to get the stuff. And it's a loot grind game, a loot and shoot game. So. And it, it, 
I mean, it, like I said, it, it's fun if you have the, the enough people to play, mm-hmm. but because you, you can go on all these different missions through the, the entire city. I mean, it's this was uh, Tom Clancy's last, I think, creative work before he died. Oh yeah, yeah. So was uh, it? Yeah, he had some sort of input into I thought it. Rainbow somehow. Six was uh, the Siege. No, Div- the, well, the Division came out after Rainbow Six Siege. The, the second one did. Yeah. But uh, uh, Tom Clancy's been dead for a couple of years now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know what, if he actually had story. Is there a story for Rainbow Six Siege? No, Rainbow no. Six Siege is a, uh, just an online multiplayer. Okay, yeah. well, this one, like, it, I think he helped make the story. So. Yeah, there's there's a virus that kills a lot of people. Again? And then, yeah. and then the government tries to take over. And That's like, the premise of, like, Rainbow Six. <laughs> there's oh, a yeah. virus. There's, like, eco-terrorists trying there's to kill the world. There's yeah. a lot of virus. Yeah. A lot of eco-terrorism. <laughs> But yeah. uh, a lot of East Germans trying to blow stuff up. We'll go from the division at number five to another Tom Clancy, which is Rainbow Six for number four. I had a lot of fun playing this. I even, do have a lot of fun playing it. it even is. just playing the terrorist hunt, like you know, you take a team of up to four people and you're just going through a building or a campus that has sixty terrorists and you, you don't gotta, know where they're at. You gotta you find just, them, yeah, because they're trying to find you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be a good, a good one for all three of us to play and try to stream. Sure. Well, I mean, you do like the terrorist hunt. Like you could just get a shield and a pistol and you just walk through. I mean, yeah. you have to be tactical in this in the, the Rainbow Six games because you don't get a whole lot of help. Like so one thing I'll say like about Call of Duty, where you just no, no. jump around and start shooting like a maniac. It's like yeah. it's John like Wicken. the hardcore version, John of, <laughs> like the hardcore version of Call of Duty, but it's it's a slower pace because you. I mean, you actually have to clear corners and stuff, mm-hmm. it, and you can shoot through certain walls, like you know, the, the sheetrock walls and things I've like that. I've seen dudes get like headshots, like somebody like run into a wall. Melee the wall, put a hole in it. Yeah. And a dude will be in the other room with an ACOG site, look through it, just see like a bit of movement, go, yeah. shoot somebody through it, suppress, and you just hear, and then like round one. And then they'll show the kill cam where you like, you know, marked them right through the ear. Yeah. I mean, it's just a fun game, especially like playing the, the versus modes and stuff. I've enjoyed those too. There is no learning curve. No. Nah. There's the good and the dregs of humanity in that game. <laughs> well, that'd <laughs> be me. All right, well, what you got? Number three Gears of War. I had fun playing that. Not the online, I played but, co-op. The, but the co-op. Yeah, the, the co-op story. I pl- the very first one I played with my brother, and we beat it. But other than that, I haven't really played much of it. We started the second one. Me and Troy, when we were living together, we started the second one. Mm-hmm. And like we, we beat the first one. Cool, we did it. Started the second one, and we were just like, you want to just play Halo? <laughs> <laughs> so, Speaking, speaking of, of Halo, Halo. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Number two. This is my child. The Halo series. Uh, I had LAN parties. I got. I did the whole on, like the first online game I ever played was Halo, and uh, well, besides World of Warcraft, it doesn't count. Um, it, it 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 was the ultimate shooter experience for me. It had a great mm-hmm. story. Uh, had a great community. Um, it was a lot of fun, and it just lately has kind of taken a crap. So, but the memories are still there. The nostalgia. I, we used to go to. This uh, church, and we would have, play it till like six o'clock in the morning in some uh, like uh, office area where they had all these like wiring hookups, and everybody would bring their own Xboxes and TVs, mm-hmm. and we would uh, play just overnight all night long for hours. And it it may, was great. Maybe the reason I didn't get into the Halo because I didn't have an original Xbox; I had the, yeah. the PS2, so I, I never played Halo until Halo Three came out. Yeah. So. That, but yeah, I do have fun playing it, and I've had a lot of, you know, we did, like, the LAN party. I had a couple mm-hmm. of guys in high school that they would go and play, and I was horrible because I'd never played it, and I didn't, you know. I got so good at that game. <laughs> I uh, do have fond memories of playing Halo because I had the original Xbox, and then I can't remember who it was, but somebody had given me Halo 1 and 2, mm-hmm. 
And I started playing it. My brother was, you know, starting to get interested in it. And then we was like, well, let's try the co-op thing on Legendary. <laughs> and then I pretty much had to single-handedly <laughs> beat the objectives, kill everybody, and defend him to win. I, I haven't done Lasso, which is Legendary. Yeah, also on. On. I haven't done that on two, but I have beaten on Legendary on two with co-op, which is very hard. Very hard. It's one of the hardest things in video games, <laughs> yeah. is beating so, Halo 2 on Legendary. It's my badge of honor. I should tattoo you it to something. You did it. So. And then finally, last... The ultimate. And deserve, deservedly first. Yes. Call of Duty. Just a jab, but yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what game Sorry. were we playing a couple hours ago together? That's, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I, it's a great game. It's uh, I I have a love-hate relationship with Call of Duty. because uh, I think everybody does. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, uh, I played Modern Warfare 3, or maybe it was the first one. And then, uh, then I got uh, Ghost was like the high point of online stuff. That was uh, one of my favorite ones. I like Ghosts. And then uh, what's the next one that came out? Black Ops uh, or something? No, it was... After Ghosts? Advanced Warfare. Yeah, the yeah advanced that, warfare. that crap came out, and I was, the, I was done. With yeah. the exoskeleton suits? Oh, it was yeah, so was, bad. Yeah. Because you got to think, like, the replay value for these games, if they're going to pump out a game every year, yeah. you know, why am I going to buy a new game or keep playing a game that I'm playing if you're not going to give me any attention? I'm concerned that since this game, the one that we have, yeah. Modern Warfare, uh, I'm concerned that they're just going to stop updating it, and like the community is going to move on. As evidenced by the it. Game Pass, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if that's the case, I'm probably it's going to probably be ten more years until I play Call of Duty again. So that's that's fine. They, they but Warzone is free. Yeah, Call of Duty <laughs> really. Unless like, they, Warzone, it, they hit it out of the park. But Warzone's great. But if I I got Call of Duty. To play all the guns and stuff like that that you can get and use in Warzone. Everything right. that I did in Call of Duty was to eventually enjoy in Warzone, which is a great marketing idea. Mm-hmm. But if they take all that crap and then move it over to Black Ops, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'll play Warzone, but I'm not gonna have all the cool guns and stuff. I'm just gonna suck. So, I mean, you can slowly level them up. <laughs> yeah, the guns in Cold War aren't. aren't they're not that great. They're not that cool. No, <laughs> it's not that. It's not that good. Also, like, how is the because the gameplay is different and and uh, different in both. Yeah, it feels completely different. So how are the guns going to work in Warzone? No idea. I we'll find out on the tenth. <laughs> but I mean, I had a lot of fond memories. Like we mm-hmm. would, I remember there was a couple of games in Ghost we would play, and me and a couple of friends, my brother, we would sit down with sniper rifles across the map, and we won one game like seventy five to eight. There was a lot of maps. <laughs> we we would just pick them off, and they could never leave their area. Ghost spawn. does not get a lot of love, and I don't think that's fair because I that game's multiplayer, yeah, was really good. Yeah, I liked the it. The map setup was almost ingenious because there was a lot of points where if you worked as a team, mm-hmm. you could hold the entire map for multiple points. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like you, there was one spot and everybody just went there, and it was just a carnage fest. Well, that's why I, I like the bigger maps that they would have, just mm-hmm. because you weren't all crammed into one spot where anybody could just throw a mm-hmm. grenade. Get a kill. So, mm-hmm. But you actually, I had to use some strategy to it. And like the guns were pretty well balanced. I remember them having to nerf anything. Yeah, because like even like the DMR, like the uh, marksman rifles were powerful, but there was like you know they had recoil. You know there was other there was downsides to all the weapons. But so. yeah, you. I mean, you our audience voted, and Call of Duty got twice as many votes as the second place Halo, and Halo got almost twice as much as the third place Gears. But, so those are the top two. But for over ten years, oh yeah, Call of Duty's been. The online multiplayer, right? That you play. Halo's kind of, 
sometimes it's kind of hit and miss with the, the multiplayer, at least the online multiplayer. Team. Oh, yeah, Halo's been taken out. And he, as evidence with their new game, that was supposed to be the flagship of this console. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, and, and Microsoft is in a weird spot right now because they, they've spent billions, like $20 billion buying out uh, Bethesda. All the, well, not Bethesda. Just oh, the, the, the $7 billion for Bethesda. Yeah, seven billion dollars for Bethesda, mm-hmm. and then they bought a whole bunch of other uh, small-time companies, um, and you know to, to, to try and have more first-party games because Halo's not doing it. Mm-hmm. They tried with this Halo game; it tanked in the uh, release review, and they fired so many directors since then. So they're they're going to have to have a come to Jesus meeting about how to handle Halo from here out on out. So it's not going to be good. Probably not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't Halo, the last good Halo multiplayer I remember was Halo Three. Uh, uh, what's the uh, what's the one where ODST? No, well that that is a great game. Reach, but Reach. Yeah, the multiplayer was a great yeah. feature for that game. The uh, the plot was stupid. I didn't care about the story, but um, yeah. <clears throat> All right, well, that's our that's our top ten of like co op slash multiplayer favorites by pulled by you, the audience. So Warzone. good job, audience. <laughs> You did it. Uh, we'll post in our yeah. list, and we'll update you guys on what we're planning on doing for the holidays. If uh, We're probably going to do some Twitch and streaming something if you want to join in on that. Or play with us. Please do. Yeah. Uh, you can you, you can show me how to actually play a game. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, keep in touch. Let us know what you want us to talk about. You can do a Call of Duty challenge. Everybody can fight the three of us. In oh, I don't know if that's a good die. idea. <laughs> it's just going to be Tom running around and... Me and Mitch are dead. Yeah, so. pretty much. Um, but yeah, uh, talk to us about what you want us to talk about, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk to you and name drop you and give you lots of shout outs and whatnot. So, thanks so much. Uh, well, we got the punishment. What, what, what am should, I? What am should, I have to do? Should we spin it just to see what it lands on? I'll spin just to see what medium. Okay, we do it in. <laughs> hey, just oh. like. Uh. Oh, anal. <laughs> oh, what? Sorry, wrong wheel. Wrong wheel. <laughs> Okay. Oh, what have you been doing? <laughs> I gave it a good couple of spins. Movies. Movies. It was, it was supposed to be Tom being punished by me, but fine. All right, what's the movie? What, uh, did, did you have any other specific one, or should we just go back to the other? No, I'll go back to what you had. You're going to watch Samurai Vampires from Hell. Is there a trailer? There is a trailer. Give, oh, give me what just a second. Samurai movies I can't get away from. And why are they from hell? <laughs> And it's why like, are they vampires? Somebody said, you know what's cool? Samurais. You know what's cool? Cops. Let's do samurai cops. You know what's cool? Vampires. Samurai, samurai vampires. vampires. <laughs> you know what's cool? Samurai. Samurai samurais. <laughs> there we go. Man, this. Oh, God. You well, can't hear anything. audio. I just love the... Uh, Why are they all wearing motorcycle jackets? It's a motorcycle game, man. Obviously. <laughs> I like how they have, like, two camera angles. Everything is on sticks. They have the camera set up on a tripod. No moving camera whatsoever. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Look at that fire fade. Yeah! Epic <laughs> kick. <laughs> Fatality. Scott <laughs> 
Samurai oh. vampire bikers <laughs> from hell. I forgot they were that, that explains the jackets. Yeah. Wow. Moving parts here. Alright. Hold on, hold on. Hollywood's just a state of mind. We brought up some talent from the underworld and they got it completely out of hand. Here you go. You know, I thought you guys were cool. You're weird. <laughs> You're weird. Wait, what for me? I think it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Spongebob Seth. laugh Seth. <laughs> 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 I just wanted to see that For that uh, scene right there <laughs> <laughs> So Anyways <laughs> I'm looking forward to that review All right. is, it, is it watchable? Like is it somewhere I can watch? I don't know uh, that, that's We'll your, that's figure your, it out that's your We'll find it. We'll that's message Neil Breen <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to make the movie Send this to us Neil I know you have it. Oh, man. No, he doesn't watch other movies. He just watches his own. All right, fellas. Well, that was our... Uh, that was our 41st episode. Yep. Thanks so much. Uh, talk to us, and we'll uh, we'll get back with you next week. So, goodbye. Goodbye. From, goodbye. Goodbye, from Mitch. Bye. Goodbye, Goodbye, Mitch. Tom. Bye. Bye, Tom. Goodbye from me, Hank. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.